On this episode of Documental Radio, I'm speaking with Martin Dasko. Martin, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Let's talk about Airbnb experiences. Airbnb experiences, I'll, I'll read the actual definition first so people know what it is. It's a one-of-a-kind activity designed and hosted by locals. So that's literally anything and everything. I actually found out about, about experiences when I was in Costa Rica. Because I didn't get Airbnb until like 2016. So it's, still, it's still fairly new. And I got on the app, then I was in Costa Rica, and Airbnb sends me an email. Like, I didn't know they did this, right? And they're like, you should do this view, like the view tour, like, like this whole tour of a viewpoint. I didn't, I didn't know what it was, but I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. And they wouldn't recommend it if it wasn't good, right? So then I go to do this tour. I, so I pay for it through Airbnb. I go and I meet some random guy, like, 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 and he was late. So he was like 10 minutes late. <laughs> and it's just some random local guy, like nice guy. But I'm like, what? like I thought it was like a tour. Like, you know, you know when you're on vacation, you think it's a, you know, you got a tour guide and everything. It was just a random guy. I'm like, okay. And then we just, so it was kind of funny. We, the viewpoint was like, it's like taking someone to Central Park or, or something, right? <laughs> like he just showed us like a basic park, a view that it was like, this, there's a big sign. It said view, like, you know, <laughs> he just took oh us there. I'm like, this is insane. Like, how, how did this happen? How did I pay for this? And then it turns out that tourists, like, you know, myself, when I travel, I'm a tourist, right? I know it's cool to be like uh, not a tourist or whatever, yeah. <laughs> but we're all still tourists when we're traveling. Right. And he showed us this, this thing. And I'm like, this is like fascinating. How could I, like, how could I start something? And then, you know, obviously, like any business, you think, oh, I can't do this. It's not for me. And then I came home and I, and I started, but I thought about it. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I, my life is kind of like, you know, I go to the gym, I drink coffee, I write. Like, that's not that, you know, like, <laughs> like it's not that exciting. But then I realized people don't know about good coffee. Like, cause no matter what you do in your day, daily life, there's something that people don't know about. So then I, I thought about the coffee tour. Then I applied just to show people coffee shops. And I, I got accepted. Well, first I got denied and then I fixed it up. And I ended up getting accepted. So I got accepted as an Airbnb experience of showing people coffee shops on Queen West, which is a popular area in Toronto. And it just kind of took off from there. Because I didn't think anyone would book it, but Airbnb kept on promoting it and I kept on doing it. And it kind of took on a life of its own. What's so interesting is listeners are probably hearing this and thinking to themselves, what do I know that is a unique experience in my local city or my, my town, you know, the area that I live in that I could bring into Airbnb or even your own side gig. You can just take this template of an idea and make it your own. Well, it could be anything. Cause like I, I realized like every city needs like coffee tours and food tours and walking tours and bike tours. Cause you've traveled and I don't know about you, but when I go somewhere, I want to, I want to see stuff. I don't want to go like to McDonald's or Subway. I, yeah. I want to see like the local, like must see spot. Right. Like, right. You don't want to be, you don't want to go like to Buenos Aires or, or, you know, Cartagena and then find out you missed out on the best like local food, right? Then right. you feel dumb. <laughs> or you're like, damn, I should have gone there. So like Airbnb experiences allows you to show people that part of the world. So like, or, or so you're part of the world to the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So for example, I, I show people three different coffee shops. One is Ethiopian. So it's like a hand roasted coffee. Like you actually mm. roast the beans yourself. And it's the first way of making coffee. And then we go to a, an Armenian place where you use the um, sand, like you make coffee on sand. And then we, so in between all this, we're walking around the city, like we're, I'm pointing things out. I'm like a tour guide, right? And then, <laughs> but then we're, we're drinking the coffee. And then uh, we go to another shop, which, so, so we explore three different coffee shops. You get, you're going, you're going to drink coffee anyways. You know, people want coffee, they want food, they want booze. Like these kind of things will always be big. And you're thinking like, oh, um, just because you go to a coffee shop every day doesn't mean that other people have been there, right? 
It's right. like if you live in a place like uh, California, you probably know where the best surfing is or the best beaches, or you know. But a tourist doesn't know this, or other people don't know this, right? And people are willing to pay for this exclusive information, which is what, what's so amazing about Airbnb experiences, in my opinion. Yeah, we should highlight that word exclusive because when you live in a city or a town, say all your life, or even for a few years, it takes you some time to figure out what are the locations that actually give you that sense of VIP access, exclusivity, just a different experience. It doesn't have to be something extravagant, something that's unique to you and that you appreciate. So by going on these tours, you can see in, in lesser time, all these experiences, you know, kind of packaged in a way, in an experience, which is a global trend. I mean, you see on like a larger scale, we are pushing towards more experiences to um, satisfy customers and goals. So uh, I think it's really interesting that you could pick out something that people enjoy, which is coffee, and it's universally appreciated. And you're jumping on a trend that also is massive and is gaining massive momentum, which is experiences. Yeah, you can, you can do anything, like I said, booze, food, like you have to eat, right? You have to drink <laughs> if you wanna. The, the next one I wanna do is actually a bike tour. I, I, I love to bike around when I get to a new place, I always like try to find bike tours or walking tours. Like walking tours are fine, but the biking ones are like a different level, right? Because right, <laughs> you right. get to see everything. And, and, and as, as we spoke, I remember you told me you're from uh, Washington, D.C. So I looked up the top experiences, if you don't mind, from Washington. Do you, do you want me to tell you what they are? Yeah, let's hear it. You're going to be surprised. Uh, <laughs> George, Georgetown food tour? Yeah, yeah. What's right. Georgetown? Is that like a suburb? Yeah, it's like a kind of little bubble on the side of, well, it's, it's, it's in Washington, D.C., but it's very nice for restaurants, shopping, um, and it's oh. located in the same area as Georgetown University. Yeah, so they're charging, uh, I don't know if this is Canadian or American, I'm in Toronto, but it's 94 bucks a person they're charging. Right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, people During still COVID? eat, right? <laughs> COVID, or, hey, COVID or not, people are still eating. Like, people yeah, are probably eating right. more now than ever. It's true. That's an interesting question. Are people eating more or not? Are they going out and doing things? Are they having these experiences as they would outside of this circumstance? Well, yeah, well, I'll talk about that next. But actually, you know what? Yeah, I'll just address that quickly. So people are worried about experiences right now. So yes, of course, like there's some things you can't do. You can't do like, um, like, like coffee. I had to shut down the coffee tour last week because uh, or last month because this Toronto shut down indoor dining. So that's what are you gonna do, right? But then they also allow online experiences now. Hmm. So you could do like, uh, like, uh, like I didn't apply first because I thought it was silly. I didn't think anyone would actually like it. Then I found out that one guy was doing online coffee tasting. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. man. Like, <laughs> so I applied because <laughs> I'm not that good at making coffee. I'll be honest, like. I mean, just make whatever quickest right? right i'm gonna drink in it so the online so, um uh, equivalent actually worked in the same way how, how did you see it oh uh, yeah so online is um you, you can do anything once again so it was very interesting i saw a lot of athletes were doing it i saw like an olympic medalist was doing uh like mindset training uh people were doing online like tours on in virtual tours like so let's say you you want to do a tour of barcelona or DC, Washington, DC, people would just get, take their phone out and <laughs> do the tour. And uh, yeah, so the one, one young lady, she, uh, I met her at a local meetup, a local host meetup, and she does um, like tarot card reading and stuff. Mm. Like read your, I don't know if it, I, I'm not sure if it's like reading your fortune. I don't know, but like, it's like tarot, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever's involved in that, she does that. And she was doing it in person and then that was doing really well. And then during COVID, she panicked, but then she went online and it's one of the top experiences now. Because like, mm. it's a card reading and like people still need things to do, right? You're sitting at home. You still want to pay for something, right? Right. No, that makes sense. And you can still do the, the physical one. So the next, the next popular one is uh, 
a monument night tour. Mm, okay. Monument, yeah. I guess that's the big thing to do there. Yeah, a lot of people go during the day uh, to look at the monuments, but at night it's also an alternative because they do light it up, like the Lincoln Memorial, for instance. I think that's what I see in the foot. Yeah, that's Lincoln right there. Yeah, so the, I'm looking at it. Yeah, so they charge $81 a person. And they've done it two, they have 267 reviews, 267 reviews. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so that means a lot of people want to do this, right? One guy does a, there's a food and culture, there's a DC photos with celebrity photographer. A monumental history hike. So instead of just taking to the monument, they give you the history of it. <laughs> See, yeah, it's interesting, Martin. Uh, this is actually a huge lesson for people that want to start a business in general, because you might have the idea of starting something in Airbnb, even renting out your room or, or an experience, right? But when something like this happens that you cannot predict, you have to pivot. You have to try a different angle, you know? And so going outdoors, you know, go hiking, seeing monuments, that's how you build something even when, you know, there's obstacles in your way. Yes, like you just got to follow the, you know, I tell people you got to follow the uh, COVID-19 uh, standards and procedures, which is obviously changing and it's above, above the scope of this conversation. But, you know, people wear their, their masks, keep their distance. Uh, yeah, there's also an easy Puerto Rican uh, cuisine cooking class. So someone shows you how to cook. So those are, those are actually big throughout, throughout the quarantine was the uh, cooking classes. Mm. Like people were paying. There's an Italian lady in like in Italy uh, doing cooking. There's a lady in Mexico that was killing it. Yeah, people were killing out the cooking. And there's a tarot reading once again. Yeah, there's so many options that I'm reading. I'm just going, this is, you can just find this easily. Go to Washington, D.C., things to do, and it gives you a list. There's uh, lots of photo tours, lots of walking tours, pretty much anything. And if you see something that, like, let's say, for example, if I was starting a tour, like, I see there's no coffee on the top page. Hmm. Is that for a reason? Is that, is there no good coffee shops? I find that hard to believe, right? No, there has to be, be a good coffee shop in Washington. So I yeah. could bring my coffee crawl there if I really, if I, you know, if I really wanted to, or, or some sort of different angle on the monuments. Like, um, so there's a running tour of the monuments. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that actually. Yeah. So instead of walking, you run. Like, like think, about, <laughs> think about how many different gimmicks there is now. So just this one monument. There's a night tour. There's a history tour. There's a walking tour. Sorry, did I say that? There's a running tour. You know. So if I, if, if that was funny, I don't. I'm not that funny. But if I was funny, I'd do a comedy <laughs> tour. Some people do like comedy tours of popular hey. places. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. So if you're a stand-up comic who's <laughs> not making any money during this time, for example, you could just do comedy tours of a popular place, right. which, which has actually been happening. Yeah, exactly. You and could I, do that and even start a YouTube channel. I mean, there's so many ways to take this. Yeah. And I, I would do that, but it's, it's too risky. You got to be really funny if you're, you're going to do a comedy right, tour. Right, right, yeah. And I just <laughs> you think you're... Sure. Yeah, you got to make sure that other people think you're funny as well. Yeah. But so I, what I would do, like I said, I would just find something that's missing and add it or put a twist. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's explore the streets of Georgetown. That's a big one. That's 54 bucks a person. Right. There's a travel to the land of the brunch. Like, I don't, I don't know what that I is. Don't know that. <laughs> it says Laurel. I don't know. Was Laurel around? It's, yeah, it's in the area. There's a private photo shoot. Like, oh my gosh, $473 for a photo shoot. This should give the listeners a whole host of ideas on to build on or, you know, to mix and match in their own cities. This is what Martin does. I mean, he, He's able to give you a lot of options. If you go to his website, you'll see on Studentomics a lot of side hustle ideas. And he's got his YouTube channel showing you how to invest and what not to do with your personal finance. So uh, do some digging, you know, for the listeners that are, are curious about this stuff. Build on these ideas. Contact Martin. Look at his website and, and start dabbling. See what you can do during this COVID time. And then, you know, outside of it as well. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, I get it. It sucks what's happening right now. Like, it's very frustrating for all of us. Like, nobody asked for this. 
And I mean, there's, if you want to like, there's, you know, there's a lot of theories out there. A lot of people are arguing with each other. That's not going to help anything. I don't think, you know, you might as well try to accept the current reality, whether you like it or not, you know, right. and try to make the most of it. Right. And, um, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to take every business online. That's the one annoying thing I see is that people are trying to go, you know, start an online business, which is not, not always the best idea. You know, there are many different side households. You don't have to be an influencer. You could be if you want to, but you, you could just start an Airbnb experience. And the reason, I, the main reason I promote these is because um, you get paid, you know, <laughs> like you do, like you run a session and you get paid after every session with a lot of side hustles. Now it's very convoluted. You get caught up in all these like email funnels and webinars and you know, spending lots of money and you never get any money back. So yeah, you can try an experience and you can actually get paid and, and someone else does the marketing for you. Airbnb, right. like, like I had to book an Airbnb recently for a tenant due to a whole flood. Anyways, uh, I saw yeah, Airbnb, yeah. <laughs> Airbnb's been sending me nonstop emails, like things to do. And actually, one time a buddy booked the Airbnb just to, just to party in Toronto, and he gets an email saying you should go on the Queen West Coffee Crawl. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna see that that, that, that guy, you know? I'm gonna see this <laughs> coffee crawl is coming to me. <laughs> I think actually, Mark, would be really helpful for listeners to understand what is uh, student studentomics. You know, what is your story? How did you get into this um, this entire area? Yeah, so many bloggers have like very inspirational stories and stuff. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it was 2008. It's actually almost 12 years on November 7th. It's coming up. Wow. I just, uh, I was a greedy kid, you know. I was a greedy teenager. I, I just shared an article. I, I started delivering newspapers when I was 11. So I started, you know, with odd jobs as a teenager. You know, I cut grass. I was a soccer referee. Just worked all kinds of jobs. And then I went to college and I, and cause I was supposed to, I'm come from, I come from an immigrant family. So, you know, you got to go to college, you got to go to school. So I, went, I got my business, I was working my business degree and I realized that you don't actually learn anything, you know, like, like, like I don't want to bash college. I think college is, is obviously a good idea, but I wasn't learning anything about business. I was just learning all these weird theories that I don't think I could ever apply all these abstract ideas. So I'm like, I want to start a business. And I remember I was like, I, I got to do something online. Cause you know, internet was like, it's always been around, but 2008, it was getting kind of big. Oh, yeah. So, and then I was like, I like helping people with money because a lot, this is, like, like I said earlier, some things that are easy for you are common sense to you or normal for you are, are not to others, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't know about money. So I was like, I want to help young people with money. And I figured, I, so I started, you know, I started reading blogs. I figured I could, I could start a blog because every other blog was about like how to save money by wearing the same shirt every day or <laughs> how to save money on laundry detergent. And that's so lame. And all these people live like in Iowa or some boring state. No offense. Actually, I don't care. Whatever. If you get offended. If you're from Iowa, I'm just saying it's, I'm sure it's a nice place. I don't want to live in, in Alberta. I don't know. It's Saskatchewan, can, can, Canadian equivalent. You know, then the people don't want to wear the same shirt every day, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you could, I, I you could make more shirt. rather than saving, you know, yes. instead of saving like the little bit here and there, you could just make more money. Yes. Yeah, so I just brought my approach to it, trying to make personal finance fun because life's stressful enough and of course, you got to save your money, pay off your debt, but it's okay to let loose and have some fun. And, you know, you can start a side hustle and bring in more money because making more money gives you more options. That's why I kind of leaned in, leaned towards, leaned in, on, lean on and <laughs> making more money. I find it's more exciting to talk about side hustles and making money as opposed to trying to save every single penny, you know? Yeah. I mean, you said you started back in 08, right? So yeah, it's been a while. I mean, think about the timing of this. That was back with the, the huge crash that we experienced. Think about how many businesses and, and bloggers, vloggers, influencers 
just gained massive momentum during that time. It was a time of uncertainty, you know? Just like um, right now, it's happening again. Exactly. So this is an opportunity for people to think, okay, so the economy is going to go back up. has to. Let's think about ways to build momentum for the next 10 years or so. Um, let that be inspiration. And that's the thing. Like, during tough times, these, like, these are good times to build, you know? I, was, I, met, I, was met, I met this young lady we were talking about. Uh, she was saying how... Um, People always come to me like freelance ideas and, and business ideas. And she was just saying how uh, she wants to be a writer. She goes, I'm a freelance writer. So I said, where's your work? She goes, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not writing until I get hired. I'm like, that's not how it works. Like yeah. <laughs> you have to write first and then you get hired. Yeah. So if you've ever wanted to do something, now's the perfect time. If you want to be a writer, write, you know, yeah. like if you want to make videos, make videos, like you don't get better by not doing it. Mm-hmm. And I know it's annoying. Even if you can't get your dream job right now, you can still do something, right? And it just it frustrates me to see how many people have given up. And I get it. Like, there's been nights where you know I drink a bottle of wine by myself. <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I eat a bag of chips. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it happens. But it's it's been like what seven, eight months now. Whatever, whatever it's been, yeah. it's gonna go on for at least another year. I don't know. Could be. So you gotta make the most of it and try to build towards the future and. And, you know, if you don't have the skills, which is a big criticism that I hear, and people will say, oh, I don't have, you know, I can't make videos. Well, learn. Like, (laughs) there's a thousand YouTube tutorials. Anything you want to learn right now, you can learn. For example, my my brother Pat came back from Australia. He got got screwed over. He had to come home because Australia, they told everybody to leave, right? (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. So like you got to make the most of it. So he found videos on how to make kombucha. So random, but it's, it's a fun project. Wow. And then I wanted an Airbnb. It turns out that there's a lot of people uh, paying to learn how to do this, right? So like, there's so much you can do. You can, if you don't have the skills that you need, you can learn them. So you can take that time to finally learn how to use Photoshop or uh, video editing. I've been working on my Spanish and just like, just continuing to get better at my writing. And you know, because what else can you do, right? Yeah, no, it's the right ex- perspective, Martin. And I think people need to hear this now more than ever. And, and there's a lot of negativity going around and uncertainty. And if you see this as a massive opportunity for personal growth, for personal and professional growth, it could change your life forever. I mean, it's just a matter of taking small actions in the right direction, just picking something. Uh, and you, you just mentioned something that's actually under-discussed, which is foreign languages. Learn a language. You can tutor people. I've seen people make entire agencies off that. They're making a lot of money, so go for it. And it's so easy now. The one thing that, that kills me is how, is how easy everything is. Like, I almost feel like I'm cheating. Like, I have Duolingo on my phone, and then I have Spotify. There's like Spanish listening podcasts. I just listen. To, like it's tough to learn. Obviously, it's tough to learn a language. Like I, I get that. But it's still fun to try. Like, like you're not going to become fluent. I'm not going to be, you know, writing dissertations in Spanish. But it's still <laughs> fun to know the words and know if people are talking about you when you're around them. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But like, yeah, just Spotify. There's YouTube videos. And then, I, then there's Instagram accounts. I just realized there's a whole uh, subsection of Instagram accounts dedicated to teaching English speaker Spanish, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And like, it's so easy now. You can learn any skill you could, you could ever imagine. And it's all, all right. on your phone. Like I got YouTube, Spotify, and uh, Duolingo. Like, like any, and anytime, you know, you're like, I, I got a, I bought a little cigar box guitar. I've been trying to play that. I suck at it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, one day you'll be good. good. Time, yeah, it's a good time to learn a skill and you can document that journey. I, I know Gary Vee says this, it gets kind of annoying, but you can kind of like document <laughs> the journey and I mean, you can make the most of this, right? You don't have to just give up just because, you know, things aren't going as, as good as they were before. Right. And that's essentially what Document on my platform has been about. It's documenting the process of, of gaining uh, high demand skill sets and cultivating your curiosities. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. That's a good point, though. High, would you say high 
skill sets, high demand. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like you also, if you're going to learn skills, try to learn some stuff that's high in demand. And mm-hmm. the world always needs video editing. Like the world will always need people to edit okay. or uh, write or even something as silly as, like I say, social media. You may think that being good at Instagram or TikTok is a useless skill. It's not. Mm-hmm. Businesses pay big money. I was talking in a coffee shop and a guy accidentally admitted that he spent thousands on an Instagram agency because he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's easy to say, oh, just learn, but some people don't have the time, right? So if you're running a business, you want to learn, you want to get on Instagram, you don't know how. And it turns out that you know, you know somebody that knows how to use Instagram, you could fill that void. Companies need social media management. Exactly. Like, so, t- so, you know, if you're scrolling, instead of just scrolling, take the time to like, try to think about why an account is popular. Mm-hmm. And just try to learn how to use Instagram, try to grow your own page, or try to grow your own TikTok, grow your own YouTube channel. Because once you do something once, you can teach it forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually met somebody that sold their blog once for lots of money. I won't say who it is, but they just got lucky. Like they sold their blog once, they made lots of money, and they didn't know what they were doing, but then they got consulting gigs for the next 10 years just because you can talk about this forever. Mm-hmm. You did it. You've done it. Once you have a popular YouTube channel, you can talk about that forever. You can talk about growing at Twitter. You can just do it once and then talk about it for the rest of your life and get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can create a digital asset that sells for you while you're sleeping. Yeah, that's the trick too. You got to make money in your sleep. If you ever want to get ahead in life, you have to make money in your sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a different topic, but you know, whether you, whether you get into <laughs> dividends or creating products or real estate, whatever you do, find a way to make money in your sleep so that you, know, you can get ahead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You mentioned actually a really good idea that people can take uh, away today. It was kind of snuck in there when you're in your remarks, the video editing uh, skill set. If people learn to video, edit videos, high quality, uh, in certain dimensions for Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, whatever, it's a goal of mine. I mean, it's a massive trend that people are building on. Focus on that skill. It's a good idea. I ran into a buddy the other day and he, um, he does wedding photography, like, <laughs> which you think would be a dead job, but it's actually not a dead job because people are still getting married. Right. So this guy actually learned photography and like this ties into editing. So he learned, like he bought a nice camera. So he learned photography and video editing and all that stuff just because I got uh, just for fun, just Cause if you're going to take photos, you might as well learn how to edit them. Right. If you're going right. to, you know, if you can have a nice camera, you might as well edit the videos properly. Right. Well then he, he just started doing like uh, weddings and stuff. He just put his ads up on Kijiji and he started getting more gigs. And he told me he had like 12 gigs in August, which is like a lot of gigs for a side gig yeah. just cause he bought a camera and he learned obviously the editing, all that aspect. And then he, he was telling me how he expanded from that. And he does like, um, Oh, like all kinds of events. Like he got, he did a funeral, which is a bit weird. No kidding. Hmm. That he did, but people wanted proof, like photos. <laughs> yeah. So he was getting photos and videos of, of all these events. And just because he bought a camera and learned how to, how to edit, right? Oh, that's interesting. I, we should point out that all these things that we're talking about here, the Airbnb experiences from the side hustles in person to online, all of it, the beginning is going to be tough because you need to build momentum, right? You need, a, you need proof of concept. You need that first sale, the first client, customer, patient, whatever. After that, you build momentum, especially if you go online, because the algorithms will help you. You can build SEO. So no matter what you're doing, guys, just focus on that first sale, that first opportunity, that first experience. Get those reviews in, you know, and then start investing more time and energy and contacting experts like Mark. We'll talk about these things in depth. Do your own yeah. research and, and look at his website. So much information on that thing. <laughs> you're too kind. I was going to say, though. You have to start with a portfolio. So no matter what you want to do, you have to build yourself up first. So yeah. I was actually just writing about this. I don't, I don't know why, but how to take an idea to, to uh, from, from idea from concept to profit. 
And the biggest thing that most people don't do is they don't get proof of concept. They don't get any, any proof of the work or, or a portfolio. So my brother wanted to become a barber. So I, I just told him, just cut hair for free, you know, like, and this is where people give up. It's like, like nobody wants to work for free and like working for free sucks. Like I totally get that, but you, you need proof. You can't say I'm a barber. You can't say I'm a video editor. And then they say, where's your work? And you're right. like, well, you got to trust me on it. I'm the best <laughs> video editor in the world. Well, just send me a video. So, you know, like, so my brother cut my hair, not anymore. Well, he still does, but I have long hair now, but he, he cut my hair every week and it was a terrible job. It was embarrassing, but I took him, I took him for the team. He did a bunch You're of, brother. you know, yeah, yeah. See, I agree. He did a bunch of hair. He got good. This applies to anything. You want to be a personal trainer or a fitness trainer. You need a transformation story. And like a young lady I mentioned earlier, like if you want to be a writer, you have to write <laughs> like that. Like my blog is how I got writing gigs. I, I launched my blog and then people started messaging me saying that, uh, like, we want you to write for us because you're obviously a writer. <laughs> like, like right. there's proof, you, you yeah. know? So whatever you want to do, you have to get proof of your work. So just start doing it and then get, get a, you know, get a, whatever it be a recording or a video or a picture or proof. And then that's, that's your resume, that's your portfolio. And then from there you get gigs. Obviously the first little bit's going to suck because working for free is never going to be fun, but you went to college, you know, the chances are you went to college for four years and you got nothing out of that. So you might as well, you know, if you can put in four weeks or four months, it's not going to kill you, right? <laughs> Especially if this business could lead to real money down the line. And even, you know, a lot of people promise you the world online. They tell you you can get rich, make, make 10 figures, sorry, six figures. Hey, I can't promise you that, but I can promise you that you're going to make money. And if you have a, if you have a side hustle that makes you an extra thousand bucks a month, 2000 bucks a month, that's money you never had. And you're making this money through something that you like. So like I'm drinking coffee, with, oh, well, I was drinking coffee for extra money. That's something that I enjoy. And that's money that you can use towards paying off your debt, saving up for the future, or just traveling. Like my goals are not that modest. I just like to travel and have fun. Right. Yeah. But it's no, your money, here. it's your rules, your life. Well said. That's great advice, Martin. You know, to close the interview, do you want to give uh, listeners an idea of where they can find you online? Yeah, so it's Studenomics, stutter, spelled Studenomics. It's uh, the same thing everywhere, um, Instagram. Twitter, YouTube, uh, Studentomics TV on YouTube and studentomics.com slash blog or studentomics.com. Shoot me a message on Twitter, shoot me a message on Instagram and let's get started. Awesome. Martin, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me.